Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Will, and I'm I'm really fired up today. Um, I've got Keith Paul on the phone with me. Keith and his wife Heather uh, own a Good Egg Dining Group in Oklahoma City, and they started 2000. So it's been 18 years now of uh, just building a great company and a great business and a great story. And we actually had Keith in our first restaurant owners and court book. And I was just talking to him before we started recording here about how it's been seven years since we did that interview. So um, it'll be fun to catch up. So Keith, thanks for taking the time, man. Yeah. Well, looking forward to it. Um, yeah. I can't believe it's been seven years. That's, I don't know. I don't know what all's happened, but I'm sure we'll, we'll dig in and see, see what's been going on with me and, and everything else in the last seven years. Well, you know, you've, um, you know, it's interesting because I guess you've got, if, I, if I'm correct on your website, I see you've got eight different concepts. Now, how many total locations do you all have? We have 12 locations. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So you've really done a good job of diversifying your concepts, which has been really cool to see. I think you had six concepts back then. I don't remember how many locations, but um, uh, but it's, it's neat to see what you all have done there, and you've just built such an admirable business, man. And I was, uh, as I was saying, I was reading back through your chapter from the book, and I bet a lot of this stuff is still the same. But one thing that you said it during that interview, and it struck me then. I highlighted it in my copy of the book, and I've I've never really forgotten it. Is is because it was it's such a simple concept to me, but it's also I think very hard to execute this day in and day out and keep focus on this, which is you said. You know, we're not into buying advertisements on TV and radio and all this kind of stuff. We're really focused on what's happening inside our four walls. And that is an image that you can easily grasp, um, but it's something that's it's, it's just a challenging thing, I think, with so many distractions and so much going around. But you talked about keeping that focus and really having a focus on uh, the culture that you were building there with inside the four walls, you know, uh, of the restaurants and the employees and really taking all of your energy and passion and focus there. I, I'm going to imagine you still have that same focus today. Would that be true? Yeah, I would say, um, I would say today we have it, uh, you know, we're probably twice as focused as we were back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, staying on track has been difficult. It has not been that way, you know, for the past seven years, we got to a, a little role there with opening up restaurants and everything was, was going great. And, um, I guess we were opening about one a year there for a while. And then all of a sudden, um, last with well, the fall of 2016, we, we had, you know, uh, three leases signed and, um, you know, hiring people and all, you know, construction delays and all these things that we all deal with, but we, and these things we can't control. And next thing you know, we're having to open up three restaurants in 45 days. Um, which it just, it basically almost killed us. It was, it was not fun for us and we took our eye off the ball. So it was, so that was, uh, I guess that was probably about 16 months ago. And we, we vowed then to not open anything new for at least two years after that. So, so then with that said, I would say the last year has been, um, 12 months has just been solid you know, focus on training, what can we do for our people, what, what are we missing, you know, start to nurture those relationships from inside. And then, um, and so far it's worked out great. We've, 
we've our turnover has is never was really high, especially in the management sector. Um, but uh, turnover got a little bit out of hand for as far as we were concerned with our servers and some kitchen people. But I think we've we've uh, gotten back to basics basically, and and seen that kind of um, level level out a little bit. But yeah, so this past year has been fantastic. We've we're starting to see the you know call it the fruits of our labor with not not paying attention to who's opening what and what the competition is doing as much and because we know what we're doing and we just need to focus on that. Well, and that that there you go, man. Uh, well, I'm glad that y'all. Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised either that you were able to kind of regain that focus. It's hard to keep that focus. That's why I'm glad it's good, good to talk because I mean, I, for us, it's the same thing. You know, it's it's. It's easy every time to start going. Yeah, you know, maybe we could, you know, do this as well. And then all of a sudden, you, you realize you're doing a lot of things pretty well uh, instead of you know a few core things like really, really well. And uh, yeah, that's that's a it's it's I think it's hard in any business, especially yours. I mean, in the restaurant business, it's tough to um, uh, you know kind of keep those blinders on and and, and keep that focus because there are so many distractions. There's so much going on. There's so much. There's just so much competition uh, in your space and. Um, but uh, those timeless kind of philosophies and principles always we always always come back to work, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they do. And it's if you you know it depends who you're benchmarking. Um, you know, not just restaurant groups, but just businesses in general. And we can we tend to benchmark the non-flashy uh, mm-hmm. guys out there and, and and people out there that have just um, just stand the test of time. You know, it's yeah. not it might not be the 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 most innovative thing you've ever seen, but it's, it's solid and, and people like it. And we can throw our creativity and some innovation on just about anything. Some, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but, but you're totally right about the competition and not only the competition, um, you're having to deal with that and who's opening up what and where's it going and where's this next guest coming from. It's, um, it's almost in, in Oklahoma city, it's created a, uh, kind of an oversaturation of restaurants. Um, with new developing areas, which are really popular, you know, downtown and, and things like that. So, and, you know, if you, if you have one successful store and, and a lot of, um, you know, people listening to this are in this boat, their phone's ringing off the wall or their, their emails blown up because these real estate developers need tenants and the the retail sector is really struggling right now. So restaurants are, the, are where they turn to anchor these developments and, you have to deal with salesmen. Who wants to deal with salesmen all day, right? Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you, man. Um, absolutely. Well, so um, who? who I mean, when you talk about benchmarking uh, certain, I mean, who are some examples of folks that you admire that, um, and it may even not even be restaurants, or but you know, just business people that you admire that you think are, get that right that you you kind of look at as benchmark. You know, we we benchmark the, the Hillstone Group um, several times a year with different. Um, you know, with the Houston's R&D and um, Bandera brands, they uh, like to, they're not real flashy. They just they just do everything, most things right from just the little things. You know, they they smile. Their their people smile at you when you walk by, uh, and that we focus for 30 days just on smiling. Um, always be smiling and and have genuine um, some genuine emotion behind it. It sounds really corny, but Hmm. That no. that goes a long way, and it's not. Yeah. I don't need a. I don't need to hire a hundred thousand dollar chef to come up with a twenty five ingredient, you know, dish. 
that's not what's bringing our people, our guests back. It's it's just being treated well. So um, I would say, you know, the Hillstone Group is um, first and foremost right now. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, what? Um, so y'all are eight concepts in, twelve locations over over eighteen years. So um, that's an impressive that's an impressive run, man. Are you? Um, what's changed over the years about how you approach the business? And uh, I know that like early on, I know that you and Heather were just slamming eighty-hour weeks, and you know, kind of had to do everything. I know there's less of that now, but how does it change as you become more of a, you know, I mean, you're in a large business now. You're having to manage a lot of aspects. Has that been fun to, to learn to do that? Are there things you miss about the early days? Yeah, we, we have had to, to learn a ton, um, just different, we're different hats, you know, we're, we've, we've always run into roadblocks and not been as good as we should have been with delegating. Um, and we, we've had a tendency to, whenever we expected a certain amount of growth, um, me especially, I had a tendency to overhire and, and be a little top heavy. But on a day-to-day basis, you know, we spend, um, we're in every restaurant every week. Um, some we spend more time in than others, but uh, we just try to, it's basically, let's just connect with our people as much as we can. Um, and it's a lot of, uh, listening which i'm up for but uh it's so much fun to see our people you know grow from a, a dishwasher to a prep cook to a you know a chef de cuisine you know and, and the same thing goes with the front of house so we've really i don't think we've hired a, an outside manager or chef in the last 18 months or two years we've just brought everybody up from within so really focusing on you know our, our minor league our farm system call it and it's just you know paid off tremendously well, you're giving people opportunity to grow in the business, which is which is really awesome. Um, I know it seems like I mean I've interviewed a lot of folks this podcast, Keith, all over the country, you know, that own restaurants. And man, one thing I, I hear just a lot of is is the challenge of finding you know good people that share that mentality and that or the, or that are willing to learn and you know that want to be a part of part of that. Um, what are you guys, what are you doing to try to find, it sounds like you're good at keeping them. How do you find those people uh, early on, the folks that start out as, like you said, as, you know, cooks or dishwashers or servers or whatever and, and grow through through your farm? Like, how do you find those people in the first place? You know, we've we've leveraged our social media um, kind of clout, call it, but we, you know, with eight, with 12 restaurants you, and all within about, five miles of each other, you, the social media, um, presence is pretty strong. Um, but so we, we've done that and, and getting people in the door is it's, it's, uh, it's real spotty. Um, but there are certain rushes, certain times of year where this happens, but what we've done is really focused on our hiring and, and been really hard at hiring. So we're not wasting money on just, um, we don't get in a position anymore or we try not to where we hire the next person that walks in the door. And I know that everyone does that. Um, even the best companies do that. And so we, um, if we used to do it, you know, we, I think we've improved by 20 or 30%. So I would say we've really focused on interviewing really hard. Um, and what do you mean interviewing really hard? Like, is that just 
Give me an yeah, example. Yeah, if that, that person, means. yeah, if that interviewing and, and not with the questions as much and not with, hey, we're going to send you through a, you know, a seven-person interview process, it always goes through um, two at least. But if that person isn't as good as, um, you know, first of all, smile. If, if the person is not welcoming and, and has a genuine just hospitality, then no, we're not. It could be the best server or the best cook in town, but that's just not going to work for us. Mm. We, we've got, we get really picky when, um, you know, we want someone that comes in that's, that's dressed, that, that looks presentable, that is clean cut. And which when I mean clean cut, I just mean they could have, you know, uh, tattoos everywhere, but it depends what position you're applying for. Um, but if they're, if they're genuinely, you know, if they, if they're courteous and if they're nice people, then that definitely gives them a leg up. But just because you're a great server at restaurant ABC down the road does not mean that, that's probably a strike against you with us just because we, we like to, you're probably going to bring some bad habits. And so, um, you know, it kind of sounds like we're too picky, but I don't think so. Well, you know, gosh, it's expensive if you're not too picky there, right? I mean, it yeah, a lot it of is. money to get people in there and train them and then lose them and have to start over and um, turnover is expensive. Um, there's a lot of hidden costs in that, I'm sure, as well. So, um, well, and so it sounds like, you know, I mean, I mean, I would find something like that to be an attractive opportunity if I were, um, somebody in that space. And I mean, I've got three, you know, three fast growing <laughs> young kids now. And I always think about, you know, one day if they're part of an independent, uh, restaurant group, it's just one that's successful and growing. Um, it seems to me there's so many opportunities and there's so much to learn. And I wonder about people that are, you know, there's just so many young folks now that are going to college and getting degrees and have a lot of debt and it kind of limits your opportunities. And I feel like something like your organization is such a wonderful opportunity for somebody that's willing to work, you know, that wants to serve people um, and is willing to hustle, but, you know, has ambition as well. Um, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even our, you know, I think when I, when you say that I've been figuring, I've been trying to figure out a way to get this to these kids that are, decide that they after two years of college it's not for them or if they don't want to go to college ever we have um, two of our general managers at our uh, fast casual burger concept I mean they're you know making 35 40 upwards a year and at 22 23 years old so I, I didn't come close to that when I got us you know when I went through four years of college and then I was everybody was back then was just happy to get a job and I don't remember it paying even maybe in the twenties. So even with inflation, you're probably 25, 26. So I think that's a great opportunity for some, some younger people, but finding those people and really getting the word out there without sounding, you know, desperate that you needed people that bad is it's tough sometimes. So, you know, we, we just focus on let's, let's, do things right. Let's treat people good, and and that's what's hopefully the word gets out. Yeah, the word of mouth. Well, I mean, you've got that exactly right. You've got a real clear core focus, and word of mouth is priceless for stuff like that. When you, but when you take care of people and you treat them well and give them good opportunities, that word does spread, man, for sure. Um, do you? Um, so let me ask you this: Do you have folks that grow? in your organization and take on more and more responsibility and love what they do and then come to you one day and say, 
man, it's been awesome, but I've, you know, I've always wanted my own place and now I'm going to go start my own thing. And does that happen? And if it does, do you have, I mean, I imagine you have mixed emotions, but um, do you, you know, are you supportive of that process and help them through yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. We've had, we've had four or five that have, have, uh, have followed that exact path. And um, we just kind of, you know, we, we help them where we can. We don't, we don't, come up with a lot of warnings hey sos this is what's going to happen to you but um we 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 encourage them to, to do that and um you know we, there's one or two that have become really successful at what they do and they they you know have one and one two and three units now um with some people that used to work for us. so yeah we're definitely supportive and then we continue to talk um you know, after they get open, and and so they they have ideas for us, and we have ideas for them. So, um, but it's it's a some, and also some have realized it's just a being a, a GM or running a restaurant for a group is a totally different deal than having your own place. Mm-hmm. For, a lot of people forget the the infrastructure that it takes to create and to maintain specs on recipes and to maintain training documents and and how important those are until you don't have them. But yeah, we're very we're very supportive and you're right it is it is a mixed emotion thing because those people are your best people sometimes. You're right, like I don't right. want to, I don't want you to leave, you know, what's it going to what's it going to take and they're like this is what I want to do and so um we uh we wish them well. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's cool. Well, it's probably a good it's been surprised sometimes when you, like there's ones that've done really well. I mean, they learn they learn from you. And Heather and your group there, so um, right, it's probably neat to see. And so you know, there's I guess there's to a degree a rising tide lifts all boats um, thing with re- you know good restaurants and a good growing community. Although as you said, I mean it sounds like Oklahoma City's <clears throat> grown a lot, and and uh, but you've you've got um, you've got a heck of a lot of restaurants there now, huh? Yeah, there are a ton of restaurants, and and I, I forget the number, but you know it's there's just so many choices. I mean, I think I, I just, our last restaurant we opened is, or one of the newest ones is our Mexican concept. And just within a, a, a two mile radius, there was over 12 months, there was over 20 million in revenue that opened up within a mile radius of that restaurant. I know. And every time I say that, I go, what am I, what am I even doing in this business? I mean, that's just, it's crazy. And we don't have, no one has those kind of people moving into an area to to it's supporting the restaurants. It's just it's just a lot harder to make money than it was ten years ago or seven yeah. years ago, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, well, thank goodness for a good economy, at least for now. So <laughs> probably that. Yeah. Um, what uh? Well, cool, man. So, what else has been going on? What are you focused on? What like what do you spend most of your time doing these days? You know, I I would say I'm I'm just trying to spend more time in the restaurants and and try not to get stuck in the office um, with some mundane tasks. I know Heather's spending most of her time on on rewriting our front of house training material and and in the back of house that was last year and the back of house is this year. So it's it'll take a good year to get um, everything in place and so hopefully we'll be ready to um, you know if we decide to open up something new that's that's you know, great. I guess it's it's not what we're here for, though. You know, we know we're not trying to be the the largest restaurant company in Oklahoma City or even you know in our neighborhood. So 
um, you know, just just having some fun and seeing, just finding some other things to be, the creative side is always fun for us, you know, designing new places or menu items. We just got done with the menu change and I think it was our, one of our best ones in the past two years. So um, it's just fun to see all that happen. So we're having a lot of fun with it. You know, opening new restaurants is, it just hurts. It's, it's not as fun sometimes as it should be, especially when you're, you do three in 45 days that, uh, it's more fun just to spend time in the restaurants and, and see everybody having a great time. Yeah, man. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. So you got some time to just, uh, I'm glad y'all weathered that. It's good to have time to right. re- regain or retain that focus. And, and, uh, Sounds like I know you've got your hands full, um, but man, I, I just really admire your style, your philosophies, the way you run the business, you and Heather, and uh, your story is awesome, man. Eighteen years, and it's a really um, just a I tip my hat to the business that y'all built. And uh, man, you've been a long time customer too, so we just I thank you, I appreciate it, man. We we love, yeah, thank you, Will. Yeah, just love serving places like y'all, man. I mean, I never get tired of talking to owners who. You do things right, and uh, like y'all, man, it's it's inspiring for us. We try to run our business kind of the same way, which is, you know, we want the product to be consistent and good and fast and reliable, and we want to take great care of the customers and and uh, and just be a part of it every day. So um, yeah, right. We learn a lot from y'all. Well, I appreciate it, Will, and it's, it's good to talk with you. It's been way too long, so you need to make it up here to Oklahoma City and. You know, spend some time taking you to a basketball game or something. Come see the Thunder, man. I know. I know, man. Yeah, yeah. All fun <laughs> stuff. All right, man. Well, listen, I appreciate it. I'll let you go. I, Keith, thank you so much. And uh, anytime you need anything, you know where I'm at. I'll do it. Talk to you soon, Will. Thank you. See you. All right, bye-bye.